Welcome to Speak Your Truth. My name is Elias. Um, I just wanted to drop in real quick and say hi. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to say it was good. I've I've made so many new friends and um, I can't wait to make more. Um, I hope your new year is decent. Frankly, it's been a little rocky, but you know the new month is coming and let's let's just hope we make it. You know? Stay safe. I'm thinking of you. I hope you're doing well. Um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about um, an event I went to last last Monday. Yeah, on Martin Luther King Day, I went um, to the Arcata Community Center and just had the best time. I bumped into so many old friends. <laughs> I made new ones. It was just wonderful to be around so many beautiful black and brown faces and to be seen, you know? It was just, just wonderful. So I, uh, I recorded um, this, this wonderful panel. And it's, it just really encapsulates what it feels like to be black and brown in, uh, in this community. And it's like, it's a beautiful thing because we get to have events like this, but at the same time, it's, it tackles a lot of, um, issues that we face in um in a predominantly white community so yeah it's gonna be a good episode it's gonna be a good day it's gonna be a good year so just want to drop in let you know that if you see any um black hosted events like um i mean anything from yas or black humboldt or anything from this panel that you're gonna listen to support them and go and enjoy it because honestly, it was just a great time. I got to eat so much food. It was great, bro. It was tight. Yeah. Sorry this came out a little bit late. I worked um I worked one twelve hour shift and everything just kinda got shuffled around too vigorously for me to handle. So I hope you enjoy it. There's another episode coming out on Monday. You'll see it. You'll see it on Monday. Don't worry about it. It involves Wildberries, a small grocery store that's about to go under for terrible management. So yeah, you know, um, I hope you have a great day, a great year, a great life. Um, be safe, be happy, um, and be healthy if you can. <laughs> okay, bye. They just jump in. I don't think we need to go in any specific order. Hi everyone, I'm Taikisha. I am a doula and a community liaison here in Humboldt County. Um, I am representing uh, my business, which is Mama Humboldt Birth Services. Um, Kente Johnson, I'm the director of Student Equity Multicultural Center College of the Railroads. My name is Benja, I got to meet y'all before. My government is Benjamin Mertz. Um, and I'm coming in a lot with a lot of hats on, but in this conversation I'll be representing a nonprofit called the Interfaith Movement for Human Integrity that I'm on the board of. And we're a nonprofit that works mostly on um, immigrant rights issues and fighting against ICE detention. Hello, I'm Andrea Alba Stucky, and I'm a founder of Hey Families. Let's see y'all. Yes. Uh, 
I was born and raised here in Humboldt County. Um, the black side of my family migrated here in the 60s from Louisiana, and we've got some represented here in the house, so thank y'all for being here. And uh, it's nice to be here with y'all in the community. Like I was saying, I, I founded uh, YAS, which is Youth Art Will Succeed. It is a nonprofit dedicated to lifting up black youth and young adult artists here in Humboldt County. And, uh, you know, we're making our way. Right now we're collaborating with art representation and culture to get some of the first ever murals honoring different cultural groups up in the high schools. And I'm proud to say that we got the first ever mural up that honoring black history And I'm really, really proud to be a part of this project and to continue to help collaborating to get more diverse representation and specifically black community art, art assets so we can see ourselves visibly reflected in, in Humboldt County. So that's what I'm here to, to talk about today. Love y'all. Hola, buenos días a todos. Mi nombre es Brenda Perez. My name is Brenda Perez. I am the director of Centro del Pueblo. We work to empower the Latinx and indigenous peoples from the South border. We are the organizers for the Sanctuary Campaign, the Sanctuary Law in Humboldt County, which is the first of the nation voted by the ballot. Um, we are also promoting sanctuary spaces, sanctuary gardens, um, everything that has to be with know our rights, it's uh, um, our issue, our concern. And we are here to talk more about what we do to enhance um, unity, creativity, and um, togetherness. Thank you so much. Creativity and health equity, so that's what I am planning to increase uh, African American in, in Humboldt County. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Drea. I'm from HC Black Music and Arts Association. I am their community liaison. And to answer your question, Mo, uh, what I bring to this community is Sorry if I say it wrong. Ujama, which means uh, build, maintain, togetherness. So that's what I bring to the community. Thank you guys for coming out. Yes, my Okay, so next question. What are your plans for bringing Ujima or collective work and responsibility? into the community in 2020. Uh, so, whenever I began working in social justice, I, I first began interlocking that with art because it is so difficult to talk about racial trauma. And out of the context of having a, a medium to communicate it through, especially to who needs it the most, which is, at large, the white community, the non-BIPOC community who has a lot of privilege, who needs to educate themselves. And I wanted to be able to effectively grab their attention. And everybody loves art, everyone loves music. They might not want to sit there and hear me do a long speech, but they will definitely listen to me sing in order to. They may definitely listen to me do some poetry. And they may definitely hear me on the radio and see black art and see murals, you know, so they know we exist. 
so they have opportunities to participate in our culture appropriately. And, um, but I realized how difficult it was being a 2% demographic in Humboldt, trying to represent for the black population. It's not viable, it's not sustainable to be under attack and then try to convince people to help your cause. So I'm taking the approach of being collectively integrated by working with different cultural groups represented. You know, we have the Native American community here, we have several organizations, we have the Hmong community, we have, you know, we have so many diverse cultural groups. We have the Latinx community here, you know, and I've been doing um, work with Brenda um, with the cultural districts here, and there's a lot of different multicultural collaborations that are springing up because I truly feel that it's important here as minorities and humble to know what each other's needs are. And I don't believe that it's the black community's work to heal racial trauma when we are so severely affected by it. But we can inform our brothers and sisters of our struggles. Latinx community can inform, you know, as people fighting against people wanting to block them from being here, it shouldn't have to be them that has to fight for their right to be here. We should be standing up for them because it's not an issue that affects us. That's our privilege, right? So we all have different privileges. We should have their back and they have our back, right? And, and, and we learn how to work and, and do this together. So it's the beginning stages. I have never done cross-cultural collaboration. I don't know a lot about different multicultural you know, organizations, but I'm gonna learn and I'm gonna teach what I do now and hopefully we can learn together. Don't be scared, Joe. I'll go. Okay. Um, in my role, I feel like in my work, I'm the director of student equity and multiculturalism. So my group is bringing together multiple groups um, together from different backgrounds. I create a safe space, or should I say, I help create a safe space on campus with students of all color, and particularly my black and my brown brothers and sisters who show up in this area from out of the plate, from multiple parts of this country. And I feel like I have a responsibility to ensure that those young brothers and sisters have somebody who not only looks like them, but somebody who they can reach out to for help and teach them how to navigate the system of higher education, which itself, right, can be difficult to navigate when you're not really from that background. I'm, I'm lucky enough that I've, I've had some mentors who, who taught me the game, so I'm able to give the game back. And because of that game, I've been able to break the cycle and break the chain, so I'm trying to make sure I give free game to everybody who want to listen. Right? Because if it can change this little boy life from Pensacola, it can change somebody else's life too. So. I'm gonna add something very quickly. Um, first, thank you for keep educating us. Uh, when you said these questions and you mentioned these principles, it was new for me, and just to learn this, uh, I really appreciate what you're doing transforming this community. Thank you so much, organizers. Um, Ujima, the, 
I'm thinking for collective work, there are collective issues. We are always in relation with first Mother Earth, but also with all of us. We are relatives to this land and we need to acknowledge where we are. Speaking of, thank you to the indigenous peoples of the North, all the tribes here for um, um, taking care of this land as we know and as beautiful as it is. Um, but yeah, collective work and unity, creativeness, it's all intertwined. That's what I was uh, thinking when I learned the principles. We cannot separate one of each other. We work collectively with a purpose. We bring creativity, we transform the land. So kind of uh, the message of Centro del Pueblo to this is we are not alone and we need to work together and uh, we need to also acknowledge everyone's potential and uh, try to bring this to a, to a better space, to a more peaceful space than is right now. Thank you. Anyone else on that last question? Well, I just wanted to say that, you know, I was brought up to serve my community. That's one of the key things that my parents taught me, to serve my community. And so, um, collective work in, in my new role as a immunization, I give access to everyone. And this is access to public health and, and working toward health equity. So I'm really passionate about bringing health services and making it not just uh, not just for just one group, but for all groups. And so working toward, and, that, and that's my goal uh, in the rest of my career, is actually making sure that health is equal access, that, that one group doesn't get more health access than the other. So that's how I want about collective work. Thank you. I have a quick word that I want to add. When I think about Ujima and collective work and responsibility, how we are interconnected and rely on one another, there's uh, an Aboriginal activist named Willa Watson who's credited to saying, if you are here to help us, you can stop wasting both of our times. But if you're here because your liberation is bound up with my liberation, then let us work together. So Ujima is about understanding that our liberation is bound up together, that, what, that when one of us is in chains, all of us are in chains, and we have to move forward with that kind of urgency in community with one another. Yes, I would say black and brown communities have been navigating as a village, as a collective, or as a community that really holds up each other since we became, right? It always takes the village is what we say because it truly does. So I'm wondering how you all will bring purpose and creativity into the work you're doing this year. Every day I, I, when I'm at work, that's my purpose. Right? I want my purpose every day. My goal is to make sure that when your child, or your family member, your brother, your sister, whoever they are, when they come here, that they feel welcome, right? That they have that space, that they have somebody they can reach out to. That, that's, my, that's my purpose. 
How I make that creative is by being the director of student equity and multiculturalism, I get to be creative with my programming. I get to inform. I get to make sure that the responsibility do not fall upon the students to teach other students about the struggle, about isms, right? That is my job as the administrator, as the manager, as the educator to educate. And, and not the youth. The youth should not have to carry that burden. So how I'm being creative is, I'm doing film festivals for the first time on our campus. We're showing movies that's relevant and current that the community needs to know about, like Harriet, like Malcolm X, like Till, the loving family. We short movies. I'm bringing people together from different backgrounds and we're having discussions. I'm asking for community members to step up, step up and be a part of panels so we can discuss these movies and talk about it. So that's how one of the ways that I'm being creative in my position. Tight, so I'll go ahead. <laughs> I speak a lot and often, so I try to make space for other people. You know, I'm very loud and I'm very outspoken. So, but you know, it, it, I, 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 you know what I'm saying? That's true. But in in my youth engagement involvement, we have this this uh, concept called step up, step back. You know, make sure everyone's voices get heard. So I try to acknowledge that. You know, um, but on that note, let's see here, purpose. I wish I had the choir back up here. Freedom! Sing it with me now. Freedom! That's right. Freedom to create, freedom to express, freedom to just be and live and be proud of that and to learn and to grow and to travel every single corner of this earth as if there were no borders because we are all children who have inherited this earth as one human race, one humankind. Come on now, every single living, breathing being, plants, animals, we all have the right to thrive here, all right? We all have the right to be here in existence, to coexist and to thrive. That's freedom, to create. So. I believe that that's my purpose, is to, to bring light and love and, and, and reflect the beauty in all things and people that I see in the best way as I can. And the best way that I know how to do that is through art, is through music, um, is through creativity. And um, I also just noticed that it's a universal language that everybody can relate to, you know? Vibration, colors, sounds, simple things, back to symbolism. Back to our ancestral roots, you know, we all know the beat of the drum, and you know what that means. It means bounce, move your head, move your body. You know, there's a, there's a rhythm and a heartbeat of the earth that sinks us back in tune when you hear that beat, you know? So, uh, it really isn't very complicated. You know, we do need each other. I think that we need to get back to the basics, back to the earth, back to our roots back to co-creating collectively, um, seeing where the need is, you know, and that's 
that's why I work with ARC now, because seeing that the youth, every time I would go to a council meeting or a public space, and, and we're developing these programs and these things for youth, for youth development, but I don't see youth voices at the table, you know, I don't see marginalized youth making these decisions or handling money, you know what I mean, or, or making decisions about where the money's gonna go, you know, and it's gonna affect them. So when we go into these schools and we ask the different multicultural clubs what they wanna do, who do they wanna bring in, what kind of, how do they wanna do the murals? Do they wanna have the artists do it? Do they wanna help the artists do it? Do they want the school to help them do it? We try to give the power to these, because guess what? Who is going to be there to face the monsters we neglected to address when we're not in these positions that we're sitting in here today? And can you imagine being a 10, 11, 12 year old facing a, a, a unprecedented global pandemic, racial uprising, and then you're telling me, oh, I get to go and get a job and, and participate in this shit show? Thank you very much, yes. No, thank you. You know what I mean? Like, that's not a good feeling. So I want to make sure that people, young people, feel like people too, feel like their voices can be heard and feel like they have the just as much confidence to be loud and proud as me. You know? Anybody can be up here doing what I'm doing. Anybody can be doing it. You know? So we just share the love. And uh, yeah, that's, that's it. Wow, that is fiery. Just very quickly, let's uh, keep the fire burning. I mean, we are a long story. This is not the end of the beginning. We are part of a long, long, long heritage of ancestors fighting for our rights. This is not the end, and we are not alone. Let's keep the passion and the purpose. Thank you. And I'm very happy to say you step back. Because today we're here to show up and show out today. This is our creativity today. This is where we show all the cultures that we can come together. We can be unity. We can show a community. Uh, so yeah, this is us. This is our day. This is for us. Yes. Oh no. Uh, I just want to say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm stepping into my role as a leader and I'm stepping into what my purpose is and my intention. And so I thought about that quite a bit. What's my intention? What is my, you know, what is, is it? And I, my intent is really back to what, who I am, which is as a nurse and I'm an educator and I believe in, you know, health equity, I believe in fighting for it and working toward it. So I, that is my that is my purpose as a as this new leader. And my word for 2023 is you know this is creativity. That's it. And and how do I express that in my role? And that's taking health out of the four walls of a building of public health of bringing it to the community, of bringing it out and having it access and have people have access to health outside of those four walls. So that's my intent for 2023.
add to that I think everyone on this panel moves very culturally and intentionally, especially as they navigate predominantly white spaces in this county and still show up authentically for their community, their selves, and their purpose. Okay, so what employment opportunities or other opportunities are you offering youth of color? And how does your organization or entity empower the youth through that role? If, if you're doing that. Do my part to reduce the negative birth outcomes for black and brown birthers. I do hire you, and I hire students to serve as student ambassadors to work in our multicultural and equity center. I believe that uh, students are an underutilized resource and they can be a, a great voice, especially when it comes to trying to implement new things and who better to learn things like that from each other, right? From students who've already gone through it. So I continue to create job opportunities for students. Um, I let students know where the job opportunities are on campus, even if my area is not hiring. I even called uh, the place. I'll do a, a super warm handoff and say, hey, I got a student who's interested in working in your department. I'm gonna send them over to you. Are you still hiring? That way, because I don't want our students to be rejected, right? They get rejected enough in their life. So, you shouldn't have to be rejected putting yourself out there like that, so. We thought we'll succeed. We try to get young, adult, and youth black artists to the stage. Um, we were able to get Elijah, he's standing there in the back up there, he never sang on stage before, got paid for it, and he just is amazing. Been really wonderful. That was at the Black Arts Healing event we had at the um, at Humbrews in collaboration with Black Humble. And so, so far, as resources allowed, we we're able to give youth and young adult black artists gigs and we pay them, you know, as much top dollar as possible so they can go up there and do a five minute song. I want them to get paid $100, $200, maybe $300, okay? I want them to know what it feels like to, to receive that money for their time, you know, and, and, and know that they're valued in that way. And uh, in collaboration with ARC, we're actually uh, creating a, a multicultural youth advisory, arts and cultural youth advisory board so that, that means a youth. We want a youth and a mentor from every cultural group to be represented for an advisory board that will show up to different council meetings, show up to cultural uh, decision-making meetings and things like that in the community. So we can actually get youth feedback and they'll be stipended for these events every time they show up and get their voice and be paid for it. And as far as like ongoing, we're gonna be looking for mentors 
We're, we definitely are in need, um, and we're, I'm collaborating with the Building Black Community Group that Taikish is a part of, we'll be talking with the different schools, um, collaborating with Cap Poly about getting a mentor position that's ongoing for the all BSUs. Because oftentimes we have um, a black leader like Elijah in the back there. Hey Elijah, he is the president of the, of the Arcana BSU. Yes, he's been showing us to all the BSU uh, meetings, you know, leading the role on that. But then when he graduates, who's going to be there to fill that role? You know, I'm standing in as that, but I would like to, to collaborate with the community to hire someone long term. So we're working on that. But we need one of those for every cultural group. So there's kind of a sneak peek. We haven't reached out to the different cultural groups yet to offer that collaboration yet, but that is 2023 for you, for Archeon. So look forward to that. If you have anybody in mind for a different cultural group to represent them, let us know, because we will get the funding to pay them to be, for it to be ongoing. So that's it, thank you. So we at Central are also remembering that we are not only hard workers or, or you know, we, we are not only work with our body, we also work with our hearts and minds. So we invite every young person and we are working now with a mother that is very young to help other mothers to create uh, projects, to plan together. Because there is no one that knows better our necessities and what we want but ourselves. So, yes, the opportunities at Centre for the youngest um, we are creating is to bridge because they know technology and they are bilingual. So now they are bridging what the elder needs. The elder, the first generations that came here that probably doesn't speak um, English, they, they need also know how to navigate internet. So often we are relying on the students, uh, Latinx students that are here, to bridge with the elders, to make this, this connection, and to remind them that we are not um, we are not assigned to believe or to be what this system needs us or wants us to believe or to be just bodies. We are hearts and minds, and we are we are ready for greatness. Thank you. So uh, Humboldt County has a mentor program, and I really I did the program, so I do encourage that. We don't have it for youth, but I am also the youth people. I encourage people of color to apply for Humboldt County if we're at any different level. And I do I take on a, a nurse student intern every single semester at the public health clinic. So if, if student, any student nurses, you know, come see me. Black Music and Arts Association, we do take interns um, in their undergrad or master's level. Um, if I could switch my hat and put my Open Door Community Health hat on, um, we, with Open Door, we are kind of the largest community centers in Humboldt County. And um, uh, so we do have a racial equity alliance to not only get diversity on the grounds with the MAs, the RAs, but we need diversity in 
boards and the leadership team. So a part of the Racial Equity Alliance is to get more diversity in, in those main roles and those director roles and those leadership roles. So that's our goal for 2023. Okay, let's do one more. Um, so I'm wondering how you uh, maintain Imani or faith navigating some of the difficult spaces that exist in Humboldt County and what kind of advice can you give to our other future leaders and cultural bearers in the audience? I uh, myself challenge stereotypes. I encourage the community to do the same. I'm gonna tell you a story. Yeah. <laughs> My phone rang, it was a Jewish rabbi from Berkeley, California, and she said, what do you think as a musician about doing a quinceañera? Would you be willing to do a quinceañera? I said, of course, por supuesto, of course I'll do a quinceañera, that sounds great. She said, now, the venue is a little bit different than usual. I said, okay. She said, it's gonna be in the parking lot of a prison. I said, oh, let's see what that's about. And so it sounds like the beginning of a joke. An Asian pastor, a Jewish rabbi, and a black musician walk into the parking lot of a prison the detention center in Richmond, California, where they had ICE detainees inside of that facility. And this organization, Interfaith Movement, which I since have joined, um, had begged the prison guards to allow this man to be, even if he was still going to be shackled, to come out of the prison in order to dance with his daughter for her quinceañera. And ICE said no. ICE said no. And what we did was we brought all the family out and we brought all the musicians out and I came out to do music and we created black, Latin, Asian, we all showed up for one another, indigenous in this space, in this prison parking lot. And we sang the quinceañera songs in the prison parking lot and an uncle came and danced with this young woman within view of her father looking through the grates of his prison cell indefinitely detained awaiting ICE deportation. He is now in Mexico, he has since been deported and he watched as we created a circle around his daughter and danced with her so that she could have her quinceañera. That is how we practice faith in humanity, and that is how we renew and restore our faith in humanity, is by showing up for one another when it matters most. Trauma to me yes. 
that hurts me more yes. not saying nothing than it is just cussing them people out. Let them know. Or just letting them know. <laughs> that that heals. That's more healing than just letting you know. So I, I I'm with it. I, I'm ready to speak out. You know, but also educate them. You know, I'm not I'm not here to tear nobody down. I want them to know what they do and how they do hurts me. And I want to be able to educate them and let them know a, a more healthier way to support individuals and cultures and diversity and, and not just point blame and, and uh, you know, so yeah. talk freely with her as far as I know 
you know, maybe we'll see in 10 years from now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we always kind of have a guard up, right? But we're readily available to take it down, you know, when we feel safe to. And it, 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 it would be ignorant of me to say, full-heartedly, just give your love to everybody. Just go out there, just keep on pushing it. No, reserve your energy, respect yourself. Call people out, tell people the truth. You know, and if they're not reciprocating in the relationship, then goodbye. That's, that's how I, yes, that's how I keep my faith, you know? I stay true to how I'm feeling in the moment, and I learn if somebody is not safe for me to be around, will not listen, or is pressuring me, I move on to the next, I'll quit the job. There is someone out there who will see you, love you, and meet you where you are. There's people to connect with out there, you know? And, and the last thing I'll say is, as a person of color, even with my light skin and privilege, okay, out here in Humboldt County, I have been a target of hate crimes, even me, okay? <laughs> I have a different experience, everyone's gonna have a different experience. But I've been almost ran over by a four by four truck calling me the N-word, okay? That was just two years ago. And so you have direct hate crimes that, that attempt to stomp you out from living and loving and shining and creating freedom. But there's also little things, you know, that add up, just little, little, little things. And so you never know if it's just gonna be that one more slight of the hand, one little thing that you say that's kind of coming from a place of ignorance and lack of understanding that could just break someone's spirit, you know? And you might not know, and it might be an accident, it, we might do it to each other even, but at the end of the day, if you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say it at all. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I have to go back to the basics, and I don't think everybody in this room needs to hear it, but just in case, because that really makes the work, the work much easier on everybody in the long run. Speak love, speak life, okay? And even when you're speaking correction, come from a place of love and of understanding, okay? That's it, that's all. Love y'all. Thank you. I give them that. Well, I want to say thank you so much to Taikisha, Dr. Kinte, um, Benja, Andrea, Brenda, Melinda, and another Drea. Drea's are out here. Thank you so much um, for sharing your wisdom, for being an active part of uh, the BIPOC community, bringing joy and being authentic with all of us today. And another round of applause just for HC Bama for doing a bomb event and making sure that all the right people were here today. Thank you, Mo, for moderating, for interviewing, for being a part of Black Humble. Black Humble has a table here today, so please go check out their table. All right, so we're going to keep it rolling. We're going to move into a lot of music and dance now for the rest of the, the evening, the afternoon. So we're going to welcome up the humble loud dancers. We are really, really 
thankful to have many different representations here today, so we're looking forward to having them here. They're going to be dancing to three songs today.